0: It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Fight! Now, from the WATH studios, here's Ross Christ.
1: What's happening in Athens, Ohio? Hope you're having a great start to your week. Welcome to the Sports Fan, presented by JNK Contracting. We're with you up until 7 o'clock this evening, a full hour show. We've got a lot on the docket because we have some local sports news. Uh, high school conference realignment is upon us.
2: Not, conference, not div- divisional realignment, not conference realignment. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I right. could not imagine if conference realignment.
1: Okay, sorry about that, Carl. Yeah, <laughs> um, the Reds head out to take on the Diamondbacks tonight at 940, Uh, So we'll be previewing that and the rest of the MLB. Also, we have Game 5 tonight from the Chase Center out in California at 9 o'clock between the Celtics and the Warriors. Plus, surefire hot picks of the evening, and we will be doing some trivia as well. Last last week we had some call-ins on the trivia, so we'll try to keep it going tonight. We'll start the ball with an easy question, start the week off kind of with an easier question. Tonight's trivia question is, who has won the most NBA championships as a player? As a player. And you heard the man correcting me in the intro. That is our local sports whiz, Mr. Carl Blaylock. Carl, how you doing today,
2: my friend? Pretty good. Pretty good.
1: Now, Carl, um, let's dive into this, what I, I called it, high school conference realignment, and you... It, you, you corrected me here, so what is the big news coming out today from high school sports in the area?
2: okay, so the o h s a a as they do every summer, are re you know redoing the alignments for who's all in what division and everything due to uh you know make sure you know you don't have somebody who's not in the big enough a division you know you you don't want to have somebody say as big as Athens playing against somebody. Like Fed Hawk in the uh, playoffs and stuff, so they realign everything based off of uh, in football. It's partially competitive balance, and then it also has to do with the um, the enrollment of the school. Um, now, since we had COVID with 2020 and 2021, they haven't updated the enrollment numbers since 2019. So there were a few big changes. Uh, I know uh, up up in my neck of the woods, up in northwest Ohio, you had, uh, it was Spencerville. They went from Division 7 to Division 5, jumped all the way up there. But for down here, the big names uh, that moved around, Bloom Carroll moved up to D3 as well as John Glenn. Uh, and Washington Courthouse and Circleville also moved up there. Athens did not move up to D3. The website said they did. Uh, I don't know if anybody, if anyone follows me on Twitter, you probably saw that tweet. And then I, uh, uh, Michael Roth, uh, he did Gridiron Glory producer last year. He, he corrected me. He texted me and went like, um, "They they were Division Three last year." I'm sitting there. I sent him the website and going like, "Look, the website says they were D4 last year." And he went, oh, they're wrong. And he sent me Joe Itell's uh, uh, website last year. And I went, oh, yeah. Uh, somebody made a typo on the OHSAA spreadsheet. So maybe they'll get that corrected. Maybe they won't. Who knows? But they need you to correct them. That's, yeah.
1: That's what they need. They need Carl Blaylock to come in there and save the day. Okay. So we have some, some teams moving. Athens is not moving. Athens is Athens staying is where they're moving. at. The, the big ones that are moving... For our listening audience, which which high schools are those again, Carl?
2: Uh, you have Trimble okay. moving up to Division Six, as well as Burn Union, which is a little bit out of our viewing area, or a little bit out of our listening area, but still uh, close enough, real important. Uh, our coverage area, at least, I think they're in our listening area, but uh, both two really good teams that uh, both did really well in the well not really well in the playoffs last year, but Trimble made it to the uh, Trimble made it to the sectional semi-quarters now? Quarters? The second round of the playoffs. I I still don't like them like that. Burton Union was number two last year uh, in Division 7, Region 27, while Trimble was five. Now, another name, there's been a lot of changes in Division 6. So you have the Bel Air Big Red coming into Division Twenty or Division 6 Region 23, which will be, it's Trimble. Now, Trimble and NY are in the same region, as well as Oak Hill uh, is going to be in the same region. Uh, one of the big ones uh, from a little bit farther away is Bel Air, the Bel Air Big Reds. Uh, they're up in Belmont County, up, uh, almost up by Wheeling. They're going to be in uh, Trimble's region, and they, they went... That's a bit of a hike. It is a bit of a hike. I actually went to... uh, That's
1: that's very far out because I I mean, I'm I'm a native of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, so I would take, you know, I would go across on 70, then go down 77. I know exactly where that is. It's basically right when you enter Ohio from that neck of the woods. So for a team to go out there on a high school football bus, that is commitment to the game. Now, Carl, I've lived outside the States now for the last eight years. I grew up in western Pennsylvania. I, mm-hmm. I did play some high school sports, and I use that word very, very loosely. I was more on the team uh, in it for the locker room Raz, but not really a playmaker on the field. But Western Pennsylvania, high school football and high school basketball, I played both of those sports and also a bit of tennis. And high school football in Western Pennsylvania is very, very serious. When I try to des- describe it to my friends in Dubai, um, I would say it was like the movie like Friday Night Lights or something like yeah. that. because. We had thousands of people coming out to these games. We had full-time coaches' salaries. We had um, an amazing locker rooms, amazing booster clubs, uh, great uniforms, great swag. And it was a real awesome experience now that I look back on it, even though I didn't perform that well on the field. But I look back at some of that and say, wow, that was a great uh, part of my life. Now, kind of paint the picture for me. On high school sports, let's let's actually zone in on Athens because, you know, yeah. we are an Athens broadcasting station. How does Athens fare in high school sports, and how is the support from the community out here?
2: Uh, I mean, for most of Athens County, uh, the support from the community is incredible. I mean, we'll hopefully hopefully we'll get you out to tremble at some point <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for a football game because let me tell you, it, it I've heard stories about it. It's incredible. And I've been to Nelsonville York games, and those are also incredible. Uh, I mean, it, it just depends. Like it, it each each school, I can mostly speak to Nelsonville York because I went to quite a few of their games last year. With Nelsonville York, they they pride themselves on a lot of history. Uh, they have they have a bunch of newspaper clippings that they'll read pregame. They have this this like you know how you go to Notre Dame games up in South Bend. They have you know this day in Irish history, oh, and they, you know, they, do, they do that. They do that for uh, NY games, which I always thought was pretty cool. Uh, but, I mean, it, it, it is really special to see a lot of the stuff. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things where you just sit there and you just see, you know, the, it's in the entire community coming together. And, I mean, I can, I can speak of it. We don't have as much of the money. I, I, I came from a school about the size of Tremble, and actually, in 2018, we would have played Trimble in the uh, state championship game had we beat McComb, which uh, defeated Trimble in 2018, but in the state title game. But, I mean we, we, I mean, we had parades. We had fire trucks coming through uh, on our way to games, especially the playoff games and stuff. I mean, it is... We don't have the money. I will say that we don't have the fancy uniforms. We don't right. have the booster clubs. We don't even have the good press boxes. I'm pretty sure the press box in my high school had a pretty large hole in it. There's <laughs> like you know you, you just there was one corner of the press box you didn't go over to because in that corner there was just a little chunk of plywood that was like hanging out out of the floor. Right. But uh, I, it, it is uh, really special for a lot of these. And I mean, they, I, I am really excited for this year now due to, uh, due to what division, you know, the region 23 looks like. I mean, I was talking about Bel Air. I mean, obviously you got Nelsonville York in there too. Uh, they didn't move at all, but I mean, they're still in there. Uh, you got a few Columbus schools, um, East Knox, who knocked out Trimble last year on a Hail Mary pass at the end of that game. They moved up to Division Six. You've got Burn Union, like I said, moved up there. You've got uh, another Division Seven team that moved up was uh, Malvern, the Malvern Hornets up from Carroll County. They went nine and three last year. They're they are very good. Uh, so and they're going to be in our region. So I mean, or for a Region Twenty, they're going to be in the region down here. So I mean, it, it it's going to be really interesting to see everything with that. I I think it's going to be very enjoyable to see how it is. And, I mean, this is where if you're going to have – there's going to be some regions where you're going to wish that we went back to eight teams. I honestly think we should not have gone to 16 teams in the playoffs. Uh, It used to be just top eight teams in each region. Uh, They got rid of that. Last year was the first year they had that. They – well – 2020, they let everybody in due to COVID. And then last year, they let 16 in. And I, I'm not a big fan of that. I, I thought it was special, you know, to where you just have eight teams a region. You know, everybody, everybody didn't get in. It was special if you made the playoffs. I mean, my high school, we made the playoffs like six times. And we didn't get our first playoff game until we didn't win our first playoff game until... My junior year, and it was so special for us. So, but if you're gonna have these expanded divisions, you're gonna want regions like what you've got with uh, this region here, as I was talking about. You have a lot of really, really good teams. Uh, Fort Fry's still in division, Fort Fry's still in region 23, too. I,
1: I know of Fort Fry. I have a student from, from the area, and their biggest rival is across the street, which is a very unique. That is. That is a very unique situation because the street, uh, there's there's a body of a little lake or river that runs between Fort Frye and the other school, and they can literally walk to the other person's stadium, and they do sometimes for their football games. But I digress. So, Carl, uh, we are in Athens. We are in Athens County. We do follow a bit of the Bulldogs. I'm back to the States now, and I'm definitely yearning for some high school football action. And, of course, we'll be getting all the uh, scores and rundowns from you and the rest of the sports crew this high school football season. I did keep my eye a little bit on the Athens baseball team this uh, spring because we did broadcast their games here on WATH, and it seemed like they had a very pedestrian type of year. But uh, going back, I guess, in the last couple years that you've been here and you've been following the Bulldogs, have they had any uh, very memorable seasons? I I, I am cheating right now and seeing Uh. on Wikipedia (laughs) –
2: on. Uh, I mean, I've got to be honest. I've really only okay. uh, been here right. to watch the things for this previous year. Uh, I know, I think 2020,
1: 2019, 2019, they went and they lost to Toledo Central Catholic in the final.
2: That was go, 2013. That was, that was 2013. That 2014, was 2014. Sorry, 2014. Yeah, that was with Joe Burrow. And he then, actually spoke about that uh, in one of the Super Bowl press conferences, I think.
1: Very cool. And then in 2019 renamed they the renamed stadium. the stadium over very cool him. so yeah. well we'll see where this one goes i mean I, I this this type of stuff happens every year doesn't it carl
2: yes it, it's just there's a lot more of it this year due to the fact that they haven't uh incorporated the enrollment in it for the last three years so a lot there's been a lot more changes than what you there normally would be because normally it'd just be you know more gradient. you'd see, you know, maybe one or two schools flip, but, you know, you'd see, like, maybe at most, like, 20, 30 schools flip. But, I mean, this year, due to, you know, not having it in, like, three years, you've got about 100, 120 schools moving divisions, and that's probably not counting the regions. They're going to redraw a little bit. So it's going to be really interesting to see – you know, the big changes. I mean, like I said, Division 6, Region 23 is, I, I'm going to say it right now, I think that, well, no, I'm not going to say that, because uh, up, up in my neck of the woods in the Northwest, oh, my goodness, they have, I, I'm not sure, have you heard of the MAC, uh, the Ru- mi- Ross, the I have, MAC? The, I, have, the, I
1: have heard of the MAC, but it's not the MAC not the you're Mac, about to yes. throw out at me. So enlighten me, my friend.
2: So up in the Northwest corner of the state, Uh We have a Mac, and I'm going to make sure I know, uh, I'm going to make sure I get the right. We have another Mac. It's the Midwest Athletic Conference, and they are, to say the least, absolutely insane at football. Uh, They have had so many championships. They've got it here. They have 39 state titles in football. There if you, you and That's kind last of like, year, it's like
1: Booby Miles type of stuff. Oh, yeah.
2: Last year, last year, they had the Division Five, Six, and Seven state champions. Wow. All three of them were from the Midwest Athletic Conference. And I mean, now, I mean, you've got such names as, you know, the Anna Rockets. And I'm not sure if um, they, they made it pretty far in, I believe it was 2018. I don't, I don't think they won state, though. Uh, you got Coldwater, which is real, they're really good. Delphi St. John's, which they've fallen off in the last few years. But in the early, 20, early 2010s, uh, I remember my high school ran into them one year in the playoffs. Uh, we were the eight seed. We just snuck into the playoffs. We played the number one seed in Delphi St. John's. and uh, It looked like a buzzsaw. I think we lost 73 to nothing
1: That's, a, that's in the a playoffs. Right I mean, it, it,
2: they were that good, though. Uh, you have Marion Local, who they won the Division Seven title last year. Uh, let's see, who else you got? You got Versailles. You got. You got so many different teams that are just incredible in in this in this. You know, Saint Henry. Uh, there's not really. One single team that you sit there and go, wow, they aren't that good. I mean, Marion Local, Versailles, and oh, who, who, who was the other one? I believe it was Saint Henry. All three of them are going to be in the Division Six next year. Uh, you had Colewater, who moved up to Division Five finally, but I mean, it. What's going to happen is you're going to have Division Five. You're going to have Division Five where there are there's just Division 5, Coldwater is probably going to run a good amount of that. They've, been, they've always been very good. Uh, and then you know, Division 6 is going to be run by the Mac for the next few years, as it honestly always seem, seemingly has been run by the Mac. So we'll, we'll see about that. But I think if there's any of Division 6, I think, is the strongest division in, in football, at least the most competitive, because, I mean, you're going to have a lot of really good teams there. Uh, But I I think if there's – I'm guaranteeing you right now it's going to be a matchup between Division – or Region 22, which is the Northwest region with all the Max schools, and Region 23, which is all the schools down here in southeast Ohio. I think it's going to be Region 22 versus Region 23 in the state title game unless the OHSAA uh, puts them against each other in the uh, Final Four, which is a possibility, but they're both – very very good teams there's great teams in that both of those regions
1: well there you have it ohio high school athletic association coming out and making it a bit more fair competitive balance some teams will be playing some other teams this year but athens will be staying in the division they're in carl blaylock breaking that down for us here on the sports fan we're with you up until seven o'clock this evening when we come back We're going to preview the Cincinnati Reds heading out to the desert to take on those Arizona Diamondbacks. First pitch will be on 940 for that one here on 97.1 WATH. Don't forget you can get involved with our Athens trivia question of the evening. If you think you have the brains, feel free to dial in 740-592-6646. I have won the most NBA championships as a player. Who am I? That's 740-592-6646. Feel free to dial in and give us this answer. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll be previewing the Red Legs matchup.
2: Stay informed about the stock market from Goldberry Wealth Strategies. Weekdays at 530 on 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. The report follows the news. Raymond James Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA SIPC. Goldberry Wealth Strategies is not a broker dealer and is independent of RJFS. If you love them enough to
0: listen to them practice the same song on tuba, please be done
2: over and over and over and over and over, then surely you'll check nhtsa.gov slash
0: the right seat to make sure they're correctly bubbled in the back seat.
1: Sounds good, honey.
0: Check today
2: at nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council.
0: Local teams, local opinions, the sports fan on 970 WATH.
1: It's the Sports Fan, presented by JNK Contracting. We're Ross and Carl with you up until 7 o'clock tonight. We just went over a little bit of high school sports action. It's our first time really diving into that in some time. We're looking forward to all the high school, high school sports action starting in the fall. Uh, we have a trivia question of the evening. Feel free to dial in 740. We have our first caller. Who are we speak with? You're with Ross and Carl on the Sports Fan.
2: Uh, My name's uh, Russ, and uh, I think the uh, person you're thinking of is Bill Russell.
1: I think Russ guessed Bill Russell correctly. Congratulations, Russ. Good work. You are Athens' smartest man of the evening. Where are you calling in from?
2: (laughs) Uh, I'm from up in Gloucester.
1: Okay. Well, thanks, Russ. Are you a basketball fan?
2: Yeah, a little bit, yeah.
1: All right. Well, tip your cap. To, to which team's going to win tonight. We have two teams coming in, two and two. Game five, nine o'clock tonight. Are you going to take the Celtics or are you going to take the Warriors in this one?
2: I'd like to see the Celtics win because they haven't been uh, you know, that great so, you for know, so many years, but uh, we'll see.
1: Well, I'm sure Bill Russell would like to see those Celtics win as well. Bill Russell winning 11 NBA championships with the Boston Celtics, playing in 13 NBA championships. And Russ from Gloucester, you are the smartest person in Athens County. Thanks for calling in. We appreciate the support. All
2: right, you have a good day.
1: Thanks. You too. Well, Carl, did you know? Did you know that one? I, I thought that was kind of an, a nice e- e- uh, e- segue into the the week, wouldn't you say?
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I I was gonna I'm gonna say I did overthink it a little bit. Okay. I was sitting there thinking, all right, what bench players? What bench players were on the Celtics the entire time, and then maybe went over to the Lakers or the Bucks. Yeah. Or somebody during that. But uh, yeah, no, it makes sense. It's Bill Russell,
1: Bill Russell. And I believe I could be misspoken. I believe in one of them. It was a player and a coach Yeah, as I, well.
2: I think the last one, I believe 68. He was so, a player coach for that us.
1: is phenomenal. Like what? Like how hasn't some some script writer and director jumped that and thrown that in a Hollywood movie? That is absolutely phenomenal to be a player and a coach, manage it. As you're well, I, 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 I will say, sing my father's praises here because my dad seems to think he holds a stat in the Guinness Book of World Records even though I've looked it up and it's not even a stat. My father was a college swimmer at Carnegie Mellon, mm-hmm. and right before the start of his senior year, his coach left for another job, as you do in college athletics. And my father con- convinced the Carnegie Mellon Tartan athletic director to let my dad be the head coach of the team and not swim his senior year so my dad thinks he's the call the youngest ncaa college coach ever at 20 years old so i don't know if he is i don't know if he's not but he should be in those record books all right let's get to some baseball action because we don't want to hear about my dad on this radio station we want to hear about the cincinnati reds because they're heading out west tonight heading to the desert they just played them i think last week but they're taking on the Arizona Diamondbacks at 940. You can listen to all the action. Uh, the D-backs are throwing the righty Merrill Kelly up on the mound to go against Cincinnati's lefty Mike Miner, who's still working for his first win of the season. That's
2: the exact same matchup they had. Uh, let me check. It was either Thursday or Wednesday last week. It was it was Wednesday. La- exactly. Last Wednesday. last Wednesday, Diamondbacks won seven to nothing.:
1: Well, hopefully and, we, we yeah. rewrite the ship tonight, because it'd be nice if they could get a win away. If they win tonight, this would be move them to double-digit wins away on the season. They're sitting at 9 and 22 for the season. the red legs are out of way. An overall record of 21 and 39. Injury report looking at this one, Carl. Tyler Stevenson, the big hitting catcher, still on that 10-day IL. so it's going to be Oakey. Uh, who only has three at-bats on the year behind the plate, so a
2: relatively yeah, unknown. he just got called up uh, um, last week. He, he just got called up when Stevenson went down. He went out on uh, on Friday. I believe he made his debut Saturday. Okay, so,
1: and you uh, have Mike Moustak is still out. And we got Votto batting cleanup tonight. He's been kind of hot as of late. Fam in the third spot. Are you looking at this Reds lineup, and it's giving you a bit of hope
2: tonight? Um, a little bit. Uh, let's see. who did well. I, I think it, it, this is a little bit of an interesting scenario because I, I cannot think of how many times where um, you have the exact same pitching matchup within a week of each other. Yeah, like I mean, this is this is the next start for for Merrill Kelly. <laughs> He's pitching against the same team back to back and the same for Mike Minor. Um, I think that's going to help out the Reds a little bit. They kind of struggled against Kelly the first time. But, you know, being able to see him again on, you know, his second straight start, I I think that'll help a little bit because you're already going to know. There's no, there's not as much of, you know, figuring out the timing of the pitches and everything like that. You know mostly what you're going to see. And so you can just swing away at that. So I I think that'll help. I think that'll help the Reds a lot. Um, Of course, obviously for the Diamond, it's obviously going to help the Diamondbacks as well. And Mike Miner got lit up in yeah. the first game. Well, not exactly lit up, I, I guess I should say. He only gave up three earned runs in four and a third innings, though.
1: Yeah, but the game before that, if I, I'm, I'm cheating here, Carl, looking at the lefty stat line. He started against uh, Washington where they lost 8-5, to five, but he allowed five runs on six hits, so ERA at 8.6. Now, listen, it's not like the Reds have a ton of guys they can turn to right now in this season. That's been kind of miserable but, but you have to think if he comes out tonight and absolutely gets drubbed there's a chance he might head
2: down except he's our third highest paid player on the roster number right three number Un- three unbelievable yeah uh thank th- thanks nick crawl <laughs> thank you
1: third highest paid player on the roster i was telling um you off air and i'll, I'll bring it the conversation forward on air because I was watching the other night scrolling through and I was watching Hunter Green and Hunter Green was absolutely dealing. I believe he only had two hits in this game, mm-hmm. um, like five or six innings pitched. Great, great, great. Pitching, pitching out him outing for Mr. Green. And I was thinking to myself, you know what? This guy's not going to be a red come the trade deadline because of... No, no. 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 No,
2: no, 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 no. Not for For, a,
1: for not a team that's just year. made... No. For a team that's made every single decision wrong basically coming into no, the year. Ph- no, <laughs> we're
2: not that dumb. We're not that dumb. We're not that dumb. That's like okay. knock on wood, we're not that dumb. Not, it, it, now, I will say there's going to be other pitchers we're going to try to trade. We're probably going to try to trade Molly and Castillo. Uh, if we're going to trade pitchers, those are going to be the two pitchers we're going to try to trade uh, at the deadline. And I'm not saying yeah, three or four years from now, we'll probably try to trade Hunter Green because he's, you know, he's not going to exactly work out. But this is, a, you know, this is a Reds team that historically they haven't had that many incredible pitchers, uh, to say the least. I mean, you've had a few decently good ones, but, I mean, up until Trevor Bauer, I mean, they'd never won a Cy Young Award. Uh, So you just got to, we got to keep the ones that we have. And when you have one of the top pitching prospects possibly ever, I mean, I mean, this guy was being touted up since like 2015. Hunter Green was, I mean, he, he was what Otani was, or what Otani is, is what they were looking and seeing as Hunter Green possibly being. Uh, down the road and obviously the Reds decided to focus him uh, more on pitching than uh, both pitching and hitting but I mean he is just look at it I mean he he he's had a few bad outings but the upside he has one of the he has a huge ceiling
1: yeah I looked at his stat line I think he had two bad outings thus far this year but other than those two bad outings, every single time he's taken the mound, he's been phenomenal. So we'll see where this one goes. 940 tonight, Reds, Diamondbacks. You can listen to all the action here on 97.1 WATH, live from the desert. Reds, Diamondbacks, 4-6 and six in their last 10 games. Reds sitting at 3-7. and seven. As we just said, as Carl just said, this was a pitching matchup that happened last week. Very kind of freaky about that one but nine forty first pitch reds going against the d-backs we're going to take a short break when we come back we're going to preview game five the boston celtics head out west of california to take on the warriors Recently moved, gotten married, or had a baby? Have a new job but no health insurance? If you're looking for affordable health insurance, Get Covered Ohio can help. Some plans are
0: as low as $10 per month. You can also qualify for free coverage through Medicaid. Make your free appointment by calling 833-628-4467 or visit getcoveredohio.org. Services are available in multiple languages. This message is supported by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, but does not necessarily represent the official views of the U.S. government. Sponsored by the Ohio Association of Food Banks, aired by OAB and the station. Hi, I'm Kim. And this is Ruth. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970 W A T H to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth show. Let's well, hope It's not, it's Kim not the Kim, and Ruth, Kim and Ruth Show. It's really Tune in to Make It Happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10.06. And we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics in all aspects of healthy living. But We know that you're the real expert in your health, so let us help you make it happen. Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. You're listening to The Sports Fan on 970 WATH.
1: what's happening ross christ and carl blaylock with you up until seven o'clock feel free to get in touch with me on twitter and on instagram at ross talks carl yours
2: at carl underscore blaylock 21
1: at carl underscore blaylock 21 carl actually podcasted and tweeted out uh, last week's sports fan and we're going to continue to do that so if you miss the show or you want to share the show follow us on twitter on instagram we'll put that out to the masses on our podcast uh, for, for our podcast we broke down what's happening in high school athletics we previewed the reds in their game tonight against the d backs that's going to be going on at 9:40. now let's turn our attention to the nba finals i forgot to give our our, our, our boy russ some props russ out in gloucester the smartest man listening to the sports fan getting tonight's trivia question of the evening, who's won more NBA champions than anyone else. It is Mr. Bill Russell of the Boston Celtics, who take on the Golden State Warriors tonight, 9 o'clock on ABC. Warriors come into this one favored at four points as the favorite. Of course, the series tied 2-2. Two to two. It has been a back-and-forth finals, Carl, mm-hmm. um, but in the last game, I saw what was called vintage Steph Curry. I saw Steph Curry play like quite possibly the best point guard to ever play the position in oh, the NBA.
2: Oh, yeah. There was he, he's,
1: he just took the game in his own hands, and he proved while he is elite. He's not great. He's an absolute elite Hall of Fame level type of point guard, and that's what we saw out of him. But consistency is key, and that's how you win championships. You can't just do it one night. That's why it's the best of seven series. It's not just going to be a one-game fluke. So we get to game five tonight. The Celtics have proven they know how to bounce back. Jason Tatum, um, you know, he's, he's another superstar quality guy. Game five tonight, Carl, which way do you see this one going?
2: Uh, personally, I'd like to see the Celtics force game seven. Or game, oh, wait, no, not force game seven. Wait, no, this is game five. It's okay. Whoa. <laughs> Reel it in. Uh, I, I, I'd still say I, I'd like to see the Celtics win. Uh, I, I, think, I think the Warriors win this in seven, but I, I would like to see a seven-game series. I think I, the Warriors have all the momentum right now. Again, consistency is key. Uh, I, I think that's going to be the important thing is seeing if the, uh, if the Celtics can bounce back a bit and if the Warriors can keep their foot on the throats. And I I don't think – I think this is going to be a very close game. I think the Celtics win just by a little bit, but I think they're going to be a little bit exhausted, and I think the Warriors are going to take the next two games.
1: If if Steph Curry does what he did in the last game, there's no team in the NBA has a chance. I mean, this Celtics team is kind of built to stop a point guard. They play small a lot, and they're quick, but I I love this – this, this, this quote from after the game by Jalen Brown. Steph Curry's pretty good, if you guys haven't noticed. He can shoot the ball unbelievably. Kind of being facetious there, but, you know, the, Steph Curry, when he wants to, he can absolutely manhandle a whole entire team. I love what he did. His little floater at the, at the baseline, uh, his three-point ball, his shimmy, his dribbling ability, everything that he's done has been incredible in the last game. Now he comes out west where he gets the Celtics with a four-game spread on the points. You know, I'll tell you what, if I'm the Celtics, I'm really worried right now because he, I think he, he's, he's awakened the beast. They've awoken the beast in Steph Curry because he did have a, a couple pedestrian games in these playoffs, but this last game was amazing. I'm trying to get a stat line here. Real quick for us, Carl. He
2: had yeah. He had forty three. Forty
1: three points. I'll
2: pull up the box score. Fifty
1: percent shooting from three point.
2: Yeah, Curry had forty three points, ten rebounds, four assists. Uh, had five turnovers and a plus minus of plus eleven. He was fifty percent from three and uh, just over fifty percent from uh, just fifty percent, uh, just over fifty percent from the field. Fourteen for twenty six. So pretty good. Something that I, I didn't notice this watching the game, but looking back at the stats of it, remember game three, the, the whole reason why the Celtics won that game was um, the rebounds. Remember, they had what? They out-rebounded them 47-31. to 31. Yeah. Looking at the stats for this game, Golden State out-rebounded Boston 55-42 on Friday. And I'm going to go back to game two and game one as well. Uh, that might be the difference in this series has just been the rebounding. Uh, let's see. Ah, the trend dies at game two. Uh, well, game one and game two, both of those were even, about even rebounding. Yeah. Um, and the game went down to game one it was Boston's three-point shooting because they shot 50% from the field. They went, they went off in the fourth quarter. Uh, game two, it was just Golden State being able to make – it was Boston's turnovers. Actually, they had 19 turnovers. That's what cost them Game Two, and then the last two games, it's been the rebounding, and I, I think that's going to continue. I think the stat to watch in this game are the rebound. Well, obviously, turnovers as for as always, but rebounds. I you're going to see the rebounds and stuff. I think second chance points are really important, and you got to give props to Steph Curry for sitting there after Game Three, seeing you know they got. They got wiped on the boards yeah. in game three. They come out, and it's not exactly wiped. I mean, a plus-13 board is, you know, a board differential is pretty good, you know, 50, 53 or 55 to 42. But you know what? It 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 is impressive enough to where you come back and you out-rebound. You get out-rebounded by 16, and you come back the next game, and you out-rebound your opponent by 13. That's impressive. That I mean, that just shows the work that – they put in
1: yes i i totally agree with you uh and it does come down to the boards a lot of times it always comes down to like these fundamental type of things turnover boards you know there you have it you'll win some games Then it also helps when you have a superstar once in a lifetime point guard bringing up the ball who can shoot a three from the art from the halfway center the halfway line i'll tell you one person who's actually had a miserable miserable Shocking NBA finals so far. It's Draymond Green. Draymond Green has not played good basketball in the last four games, has not played a single minute of good basketball in these NBA finals. First game comes in, chips in with four points, 16% shooting from uh, field goal percentage. His second game, okay, nine points. Is that what you want for someone that's out there for 35 minutes? Third game, chips in with two points. Last uh, the last game on Friday, he has another two points. It would be very interesting if the Warriors get it done and they actually win this NBA title. I'm sure because they have such a great team mentality and they do have what I believe to be a great locker room with those three with Draymond, Steph, and Clay. And you throw in Jordan Poole and Steve Curry. You've got some nice personalities in that locker room. I wonder if they win with him being bad, if they start to look at Draymond and say, you know, we don't need all these technical fouls. We don't need this guy getting fouled out. We don't need this guy with this massive podcast. Um, We don't need this attention because not only is the attention bringing more attention on us, but he's also not holding up his end of the bargain on the court because he's getting paid a lot of money to score two points. A lot of money, but we'll see. Where this one goes, game five tonight, it's a tasty matchup. Four points getting favored to the Warriors. Nine o'clock tip-off, Celtics-Warriors out west. This might lead into my surefire pick of the evening, but I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure yet. I'm going to think about it over the commercial break. But when we're going to take a short commercial break. When we come back, we're going to give you our surefire bets of the evening For all you gamblers out there, all you punters, everyone that wants to make a little bit of coin on the apps, and also, we're going to dive into golf. We're going to chat a little bit about LIV Golf and what's happening because we are in U.S. Open Week.
0: I'm Brad Keselowski, driver of the number two discount tire Ford Mustang. Have you ever been in a hurry to get somewhere? When ding, your tire pressure light comes on? Properly inflated tires are essential to the health of your car and can help keep you driving safely. Check your tire pressures every month, especially before long road trips, or stop by your neighborhood tire retailer for help. A message from the U.S. Tire Manufacturers Association. Your sports leaders in Athens County, 970
2: WATH and WXTQ Power 105 flagship station of your Ohio Bobcats and the home of the Athens County Game of the Week. And on 970 WATH, tune in for the Ohio State Buckeyes, Cincinnati Reds, Columbus Blue Jackets, Cincinnati Bengals, and all season long Athens Bulldog football, basketball, and baseball. Monday through Friday, tune in to the sports fans starting at 6.06 and stay up to date with local sports. Follow us on Twitter at W A T H W X T Q Sports. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K, be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget, they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at
0: 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Local teams, local opinions, the sports fan on 970-WATH. 970-WATH.
1: What's happening, sports fans? Ross and Carl with you for the next 12 minutes, up until 7 o'clock. It's been a jam-packed show. We've really broken it all down for you tonight. Game seven. I mean, sorry, game five tonight in the NBA You're finals. The games mixed up. <laughs> at 7 o'clock, Carl is always quick to make sure to jump on me if I make a mistake. He will be here for the next 13 minutes if I make any more mistakes. Uh, I probably will, and that leads us to our next, question, our next segment here, our surefire hot picks of the evening. I'll lead this thing off, Carl, because I'm going to head back to the NBA, and I've just been hearing the stat line too many times. I've said it out loud too many times. The Warriors at minus four tonight out west after that massive performance. I'm going to take the Warriors in the four points, uh, them as four-point favorites. I think that they will cover that, and they will – Win tonight. So that's the first bet coming from the booth. We're going to go over to the second bet to you, Mr. Blaylock.
2: Well, this is where you can get me back for uh, jumping on you after making a little bit of mistakes because this is where I make mistakes. I am one for three, or I am one in three, folks, when it comes to these. So take this pick with a grain of salt because Ross's might be surefire. Yeah, mine might be a bit of a misfire. Uh, But, anyways, for mine today, we're going to go baseball over under. Uh, I'm going to go White Sox-Tigers. Uh, the Tigers have one of the worst offenses in the league. The White Sox, eh, they're okay. I, I think that uh, over-under set at 8 for this game. Take the under. White Sox-Tigers go under, under 8.
1: White Sox-Tigers go under. Larusa might have something to say about that and intentionally walk some people, puts people on base for home runs, but we'll see how that one plays out. Uh, Carl, real quick, let's get over to the golf, Then I know we want to discuss uh, – a little bit of cinema in here because did you watch any of the LIV last week? Did you I, get, I gl- did not. take a glimpse? Okay. So I, I was kind of glued to this. I really was. I loved, I actually liked it. I'm, I know I sound, I'm, I might be in the minority here. I really enjoyed seeing a different format of golf and I found it quite intriguing. I liked the scoreboard as well, but um, you know, that's kind of in the past right now. And also last week was the RBC uh, Royal bank of Canada, Canadian open, which had a phenomenal, phenomenal leaderboard great leaderboard which leads us to this week where the best golfers in the world will be part taking part of the u.s open which will be in Brookline, massachusetts so all of these golfers that have just left are now still coming back to play the majors which is creating kind of a bit of a storyline in itself because now they have to answer to the american press and of course one man that everyone wants to hear from is six-time major champion lefty Phil Mickelson who showed up at the country club today at exactly 1246 in his USGA-issued white Lexus SUV and then he had to answer questions for 16 minutes. Let's have a listen in.
0: I know that many of you have a strong well many people have strong opinions emotions about my choice to uh, go forward with live golf and uh, I understand and I respect that. I'm incredibly grateful for the PGA Tour and for the many opportunities that it has provided me uh, through the years um, but I am excited about this new opportunity as well. I'm excited about being here in Boston at uh, the Country Club, it's one of the five founding members of this uh, of the USGA. It's uh, got incredible, rich history going back to Francis we met. It has provided me one of the most memorable moments of my career—the '99 Ryder Cup and the comeback that we had. And the fans here are some of the best in the world, and they provide an atmosphere that is second to none for all sports and. Golf is fortunate to be back, and I'm excited to to be back here and and participate in this uh, incredible championship that has eluded me for my whole career.
1: Well, he's saying all the right things there, Carl. There's no denying that. So I guess you, you, you have him come back after just making $200 million for showing up at the Centurion Club in London... It seems like everyone has some sort of opinion on Phil Mickelson and the live golf. If you follow sports whatsoever and regardless of the opinion, whether you like it or whether you don't like it, here's the question I'm posing to you, Carl. Do you think, keep in mind, this is in Massachusetts. This is that neck of the woods, that type of sports fan. How do you think a player like Phil Mickelson will be received on the course by the fans?
2: I I don't think it's going to be that bad. I think it's just going to be about about the same as what he normally would be. I mean, maybe a few more jeers and boos and stuff like that. But to me, I'm not really looking at the golfers themselves as part of the issue with these golf leagues. I think it more comes from the ownership and it comes from everything else like that. I think that's where the split more comes from. I, I don't really, I don't really, nothing about this is about the players, at least to my to me, at least. I, nothing about it is about the players. I mean, even even when you see the players, you don't see the players taking jabs at each other. You see players taking jabs at the ownership, like you had uh, Rory McElroy take a jab at Greg Norman, uh, who's running LIV.
1: Yay! Rory McElroy <laughs> won last week at RBC, giving him his 21st win on tour. That's one more win than Aussie Greg Norman had in his entire career with 20 wins so you can definitely tell how rory feels on the issue everyone has their own little opinion i kind of like what justin thomas's opinion was and it's hey it's not for me but i'm not going to criticize people that choose the best thing for themselves and their families because at the end of the day this is an individual sport and it comes down to individual opinion on what you should or should not do things tee off this thursday it is the us open at the country club in brookline massachusetts i will be glued to the screen for this one so we'll be getting you all the updates as they come into the studio we have about three minutes left in the show here carl and we never really venture that far out of well what we know or what we pretend to know which is sports but you and i both were on netflix this past weekend and we both tuned into the movie hustle that was put together by adam sandler which revolves around sport which revolves around basketball we won't ruin the movie for anyone but we're just talking off air. Adam Sandler put together a nice piece of work, didn't he?
2: Oh, yeah. I, I think for me, it was real interesting to see pretty much everybody in that movie. I mean, you had cameos from everybody. Charles Barkley's in it. Ernie Johnson. Shaq. Kenny, Kenny the Jet Smith. Uh, he Kenny was, the Jet
1: has a prominent
2: part. Oh, yeah. He, he does, too. And uh, Anthony Edwards. That, those scenes. Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Edwards was Edwards. so good. Uh, I, I wonder how much of that was acting. I, I want I to get a mic on him. Next game ESPN has with the Timberwolves. Get a mic on that guy. This trash talk game in the movie, I'm sure some of you guys might have seen it on Twitter. Oh, my goodness gracious. He was a menace.
1: It is the Hustle movie produced and starring Adam Sandler. It's a Happy Madison production. Happy Madison is his production house adam sandler it's got a 92 percent on rotten tomatoes so if you're looking for something to do and you want to watch a little sport tune into this one i told the co-host carl you know my connection with mr sandler and i I might blow his mind a little bit but yours truly carl has starred in a movie with adam sandler really that is true back in 20 i'm gonna say 2012. For 2012, 2013 summer, I was cast as a frat boy in Grown Ups 2, and I was on set for two weeks. It was a really cool experience. I got to learn a lot uh, about the movie Business, which is something I got completely thrown into. I had no idea about I auditioned for the role. I got it. I'm in the movie for about one and a half seconds, but I got to meet everyone there. One thing I really, really liked about the Happy Madison production team. Whenever anyone would break for lunch, no matter who you were on the set or what your role was, everyone ate lunch together. And I thought that was pretty cool. So.
2: Oh, yeah. No, I mean, Adam Sandler seems like such a down-to-earth guy.
1: He, he really is. He brought, I can only speak from one experience. I'm not a veteran at this. I, I certainly learned a lot, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, but being on set for two weeks, uh, he was very down-to-earth, and he was very nice. And he had his daughter with him and his wife with him in his trailer. So he's also a family man. And it was a really fun, fun, cool experience, one that I'll always remember. But I do believe that Grown Ups 2, whatever that award is for the worst movie of the year,
2: I think they the won. Razzies, the yeah, Razzies. Yeah, I think they, I I, think they actually I've won. Not watched, I've not watched Grown Ups 2. I watched Grown Ups 1 uh, about a month ago, first time I ever watched it. I really enjoyed it. I mean, <laughs> The first one wasn't too bad, but just like just about every sequel
1: out there, the second oh. one wasn't that great but i
2: I think part of that is the fact that it's a little bit challenging do you know i mean the whole premise of the movie that's kind of something that only really works once yeah i get it it, it's one that does not really condone a sequel
1: well there you have it there's my acting history all in a ball if you have nothing to do tonight watch the last scene i get in a fight with a girl at a party uh i'm in a blue shirt i'm frat boy number four (laughs) my debut Uh, But if you need something to watch, Hustle, it's on Netflix. All right, tonight, your Cincinnati Reds take on the Arizona Diamondbacks from the desert. First pitch is at 940. You can listen to all the live action here on 97.1 WATH. For Carl Blaylock, I'm Ross Christ. We're back tomorrow from 6 to 7, followed by the Reds and D-backs at the same exact time. We look forward to seeing you then.